Act Two, Prologue, Enter Chorus. Now, old desire doth in his deathbed lie, and young affection gapes to be his heir. That fair for which love groaned for and would die, with tender Juliet matched, is now not fair. Now Romeo is beloved and loves again, alike bewitched by the charm of looks, but to his foe supposed he must complain, and she still loves with bait from fearful hooks. Been held a foe, he may not have access to breathe such woes as lovers used to swear, and she as much in love, her means much less, to meet her new beloved anywhere. By patient hands than power, time means to meet, tempering extremities with extreme sweet. Exit. Scene one, an open place adjoining Capulet's garden. Enter Romeo. Romeo, <coughs> I can go forward when my heart is here. Turn back, dull earth, and find thy center out. He climbs the wall and leaps down within. Enter Belvolio and Mercutio. Belvolio, Romeo, my cousin Romeo. He is wise, and on my life hath stolen him home to bed. He ran this way and leaps this orchard wall. Call good Mercutio. Nay, I'll conjure too. Romeo, humorous madman, passion lover. Appear though in the likeness of a sign. Speak but one rhyme, and I'm satisfied. Cry but, ah, oh, me, pronounced by love and dove. Speak to my gossip Venus one fair word, one nickname for her perspiring son and hers, young Adam Cupid, they he that shot so tree. When King Copetua loved by the beggar maid, he hithered not, he stirred not, he mothered not, the ape is dead, and I must conjure him. I conjure thee by Rosaline's bright eyes, by her high forehead and her scarlet lip, by her fine foot, straight lad and quivering thigh, and that demonstrate and that he adjusted lie, that in my likeness thou appear to us. And if he hear thee, thou with anger him. This cannot anger him, though anger him, to raise a spirit in his mistress circles of some strange nature, letting in this tent, till she had led it and conjured it down, that where some spite my invocation is fair and honest, and his mistress's name, I conjure only but to raise up him. Come, he hath hid himself among these trees, to be concerned with humorous night, Blind is his love, and best benefits in the dark. If love be blind, love cannot heed the mark. Now will he sit under the medlar tree, and wish his mistresses were that kind of fruit, as maids called medlars when they laugh alone. O oh, Romeo, that she were, oh, that she were, an opera, etc., though a proper in pair. Romeo, good night. I'll to my tuckled bed, this filled bed is too cold for me to sleep. Come, shall we go? Go then, for it is in vain to seek him here that means not to be found. Scene 2. Capulet's Garden.
enter Romeo. He texts at scars that never fell to wood. Juliet appears above at the window, but soft. That light through yoga window breaks. It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill envious moon, who is already sick and pale his grief. That though her maid art far more fair than she, be not her maid, since she is envious. Her vestal livery is but stick and green, and none but fools do wear it, cast it off. It is my lady, oh, it is my love. Oh, that she knew she were. She speaks, yet she says nothing. What is that? Her eyes discoursed. I will answer it. I'm too bold. Tis not to me she speaks. Two of the fairest stars in all the heaven, having some business, do entreat her eyes to twinkle in their spheres till they return. What if her eyes were there, there in her head, the brightness of her cheek would shame those stars. As daylight doth a lamp, her eyes in heaven would through the airy region steam so bright, that birds would see and think it were not night. See how she leans her cheek upon her hand. Oh! that I wear a glove upon that hand, that I might touch that cheek. Oh, me! She speaks. Oh, she speaks again, bright angel, oh, thou art, as glorious of this night, been o'er my head, and is a winged messenger of heaven unto the white upturned wooden rice of mortals that fall back to gaze on him when she best rides the lazy pacing clouds and sails upon the bosom of the air. O oh, Romeo, Romeo, therefore art thou Romeo, deny thy father and refuse thy name, or if thou wilt not be but sworn, my love, and I'll no longer be a Capulet. Shall I hear more, or shall I speak at this? Tis but thy name, that is my enemy, thou art thyself, though not a Montague. What's Montague? It's not hand, nor foot, nor arm, nor face, nor any other part belonging to a man, or be some other name. What's in a name, that which we call a rose, but any other name would smell as sweet, so Romeo would, were he not Romeo called? Retain the dear perfection which he owes without the, the title. Romeo doth of my name, and for that name which not so part of thee, take all myself. I take thee at thy word, call my by love, and I'll be new baptized. Henceforth I never will be Romeo. What man art thou that thus be creed in night? So stumbles on my counsel. By a name, I know not how to tell thee who am I. My name, dear saint, is hateful to myself, because it is an enemy of thee. Had I it written, I would tear the word.
my ears have not yet drunk a hundred words of that tongue's utterance yet i know the sound although not Rome and not a montague neither fair sound or either the dislike how comes thou hither tell me and therefore the orchard walls are high and hard to climb and the place death considering who thou art if any of my kinsmen find thee here with love's blight wings did i approach these walls for stony limits cannot hold love out and what love can do the dearest love attempt therefore thy kinsmen are not led to me if they do see thee they will murder thee alack there lies more pearl in thine eyes the twenty of these words look though by sweet and i am proof against their enmity i would not for the word they saw thee there i have a night's cloak to hide my from their sight and but thou loved me let them find me here my life were better ended by their hate that death prolonged waiting for their love but whose direction found thou out of this place by love who first did prompt me to inquire he lent me counsel and i lent him eyes i am not a pilot yet where thou as far as that was sure washed with the farther sea i would adventure for such merchandise thou knowest the mask of night of my face else would a maiden blush bepaint my cheek for that which thou hast heard me speak to-night faint would i dwell on form faint faint deny what i have spoke by farewell compliment dost thou love me i know thou wilt say ah oh, and i will take thy word that if those words though mightst prove false the lovers perjures they say love loves o gentle romeo if thou dost love pronounce is faithfully or i thou thinks i am too quickly worn i'll throw in and be perverse and say thee nigh so thou wilt woo but else not for the word in truth fair montague i am too fond and therefore thou mayst think me heavier as light but trust me gentlemen i prove more truth than those that have more cunning to be strange i should have been more strange i must confess but that thou overheard ere i was where my true love is patient therefore pardon me and not impute this yielding light love which the dark night hath to discovered lady by yon blessed moon i swear that tips will silver all these fruit-tree tops oh swear not by the moon the inconstant moon that monthly changing in her circled orb lest thy love prove likeless variable what shall i swear by do not swear at all or if thou with swear by the gracious self which is the gold of my idolatry and i'll believe thee if my heart's dear love well do not swear although i joy in thee i have no joy in this contract to-night is too rash too unwish 
too sudden, too like the lightning which doth cease to be, and one can say it slightens, sweet good night. This bud of love, by summer's ripened breath, may prove a brittle's flower when next we meet. Good night, good night, and sweet repose and rest come to thy heart that with my breast. Oh, with thou leave me so unsatisfied? What satisfaction canst thou have to-night? The exchange of thy love's faithful wove of mine. I gave thee mine before thou didst request it, and yet I wouldn't bear to give again. Wouldst thou withdraw it? For what purpose, love? But to be frank and give it thee again, and yet I wish but for the things I have, my bounty as the boundless as the sea, my love as deep, the more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. Nurse calls within. I hear some noise within, dear love, audio, an own good nurse, sweet Montague, be true, stay but a little, I will come again. Oh, blessed, oh, blessed night, I am afraid, been at night, all this but a dream, too flattering sweet to be substantial. Three words, dear Romeo, and good night indeed. If that thy bend to love be honorable, the purpose marriage send me word to-morrow, by one that I'll procure to come to thee, where and what time thou wilt perform the rite, and all my fortunes of thy foot I'll slay, and follow thee, my lord, throughout the word. Madam? Come on, but if thou meanst not well, do be beseeched thee. Madam? And by and by, and come. To see thy suit and leave me my grief, to-morrow will I send. So thrive my soul. A thousand times good night. A thousand times of worse, to want thy light. Love goes toward love, and schoolboys from their books, but love from love toward school with heavy looks. Hist, Romeo, hist! Of what falconer's voice to lure his tassel gentle back again. Bandage is hoarse and may not speak aloud, else I would tear the cave where his echo lies, and make her early return more host than mine, with repetition of Romeo's name. It is my soul that calls upon my name, how silver sweet sound lovers turns by night, like softest music of attending ears. Romeo, my dear, at one o'clock tomorrow shall I send to thee at four of nine. I will not fail. Tis twenty years till then I have forgot why I did call thee back. Let me stand here till thou remember it. I shall forget to have thee still stand there, remembering how I love thy company. And I'll still stay to have thee still forget forgetting any other home but this. Tis almost all morning, I would have thee gone, and yet no farther than a wisdom bird, who lets it hop a little from her hand, like a poor prisoner in his twisted gifts, and with a silk thread plucks in back again, so loving jealous in his library. 
I would wear thy bird. Sweet, so would I, yet I should kill thee with my cherishing. Good night, good night, parting is sweet, sweet to sorrow, that I shall say good night till be to-morrow. Sleep dwell upon thy eyes, peace in thy breast. Would I were sleep and peace so sweet to rest? Hence I will to my ghostly father's cell. He helps to crave and my dear hap to tell. <laughs>